There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Wow. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. If you keep reaching out, then I'll keep coming back. And if you're gone for good, then I'm okay with it. But if you leave the light on, I'll leave the light on. Wow, what a crazy twist that we start the episode oh, with, with a song. song. What a, what compelled you to sing Maggie? I just bought tickets to see her. You did? Mm-hmm. Great. I'm going in September I think I'm going on September 20th. In Los Angeles? Yes, in Los Angeles at the Greek Theater, which is my fave space. The Greek Theater? Up in the the mountains? Up up high in the mountains. Yes. I electric scootered a couple, about a month ago, to the Image and Heap concert at the Greek Theater. I'm sorry, and you lived to tell the tale? I lived to tell the tale. I actually, a thing I do... Is oh, I electric scooter? You gotta be careful. You have to be so careful. I, it's actually rule of culture number four. You, you gotta, gotta be, be care- so careful, careful on an electric, electric scooter. scooter. Was it a bird? It was a. I have bird and lime. Yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah. So I think last year I went to LA. I think they had just. I, I was in Santa Monica oh. and decided to take a bird all the way down to the pier and almost died. And I was like, never again. And I, you, you know, you know my my family history with um. By by wheeled, you know, vehicles. I don't know about this. Oh, um, my grandpa got hit by a bus while riding a bike in China and almost died. And then my mom, his daughter, 
got hit by a bus and almost died on a bicycle. So I, I don't So it's trust truly myself. the transitive property that you have in your death experience. Yeah, it's, it's inherited trauma. Or a two-wheeled mobile. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, exactly. So I don't, th- I don't trust myself with no electric scooter. But that's, that's beautiful for you that you, that this is your thing is that you electric scooter to concerts. That's my, really my thing now? To these, to these woo-woo, ethereal, um, you know, pop stars. Yeah, and honestly, what would you call Maggie woo-woo She's pretty woo-woo. She, she loves tweeting about astrology, that Maggie. Well, I do love that for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, famously, I had an out-of-body experience when we went upstate and I looked at the moon and listened to light on for the first time. I so I so I had a spiritual experience <laughs> at that same trip and I went outside at one point by myself and I listened to um Deep Cut Maggie, early Maggie Rogers. Wow. Um yeah, and it was wonderful. Do you know it was on this pod that we literally found out about Mike the goddess Helton. that is Maggie when Mike Helton was like, when we did Yes, Honey, instead of I Don't Think So, Honey, yes, he said Yes, Honey, Maggie, Maggie Rogers, Rogers, and we, we said, like, who? who did? And then Maggie listened to that episode. She tweeted at us. I, I Sorry, love... we're just we're just name dropping. Well, Bowen is. <laughs> I am. Well, you are. Well, I am. Um, anyway. Uh, and oh. I, I, I stan Maggie. Yes, of course. And I'm going to see her, and I've been on, Wait, I've been I on a concert it... kick, as have you. She's opening up for Casey that date, I think. Mm-mm. I might. I'm. I think that's it. I think that's the tea. Wait, what? What do you mean, what tea? So Casey's doing another leg. Casey Musgraves is doing another leg of her tour. She's not open. Not the date I'm going. She's open. She, Maggie's doing her own show. Maggie's doing her own show. Okay, great. Then I believe you. I, I believe women. Um, Why would he tell me that I was like as if I would wouldn't know that I I'm turning to our guests now because it's really ridiculous. I know what I, tickets I, I yes, bought. Yes, yes, yes. Well, look, hold on, one, one second, one second. You act intellectually superior. No. <laughs> oh you act intellectually superior, Wait. and Bo's gotta go. Can we can we talk about this? Yeah, I mean, um, we can talk about it. I think it's my first pointedly negative you targeted your, review. Your first targeted negative review. Um, and I gotta say, it it sucks. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, does it? It doesn't feel good, and I'm. So so sorry. I, and now we have a shared experience. <laughs> Truly. Someone, well, this is. Someone said, Bo's gotta go. Bo's gotta go. Replace Bowen with Joel or Sudi. I'm, <laughs> he's utterly joyless and I'm sick of him. Painful to, li- to he's watch. He's painful yeah. to listen to and it's painful to listen to him act. act. intellectually superior. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll cop to some. some you don't have to cop to that. It's a hater and a troll. And as I always actually, say, kisses to my critics. Kisses to my critics. But actually, so you can do this thing on on um, iTunes where you click on their handle uh-huh. and it takes you to all the reviews they've posted for other oh, stuff. wow. I didn't know and that. And so then this person, uh-huh. first of all, their handle was you feel that way, which is an, which is a, an homage to Matt. So clearly this person hates me and loves you, which is I love. Um, but then they endorsed this stripper. They endorsed they endorsed this stripper. And then I clicked <laughs> on their handle to see their other reviews. Okay. And their other review for, was for another Forever Dog podcast, Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. Fabulous. Uh-huh. Fabulous. I was on the first episode. This person reviewed the first, <gasps> oh, left a review after the first episode and, and was saying how great the podcast is, which, is, which it is. And they end it with, also, Bowen is Bay. Well, so, he, so they, obviously so they, they had they, a turn. They, there was some turn, some inflection point there. I'm so curious to see. I, this might be a Dylan Marin we, conversation. I was going to say, we should me. have a Dylan Marin moment and bring You Feel That Way on the pod and yeah. confront them about what makes them hateful. What makes them hateful? Do you know what makes me joyful? Oh, our guests. Our guests. I love our guests I remember meeting much. our guests. And you know, me I too. always remember... The important meetings in my life. Yes, and this you count this as one of them. Well, I was I met this person in a car. You two were the same class at GFL. We were, and we got put in the same car. Actually, it was a very gay car. Mm. It was me, our guest, and Sam J. Oh, that's a gay car. And we were driven to Montreal. Yes, and um, 
it was a joyful experience getting to know this person. And I have to say, what's been even better yes. has been over the past couple of years getting to know him a little bit better. Getting to know and him a little better, watching him perform. We can call her a friend. We can call her a friend. I really, really, really Smart love her. Smart bitch. Funny bitch. The smartest bitch. Talk about intellectually superior. Talk about intellectually superior. <laughs> this, you feel that way would not feel such a good way about George Severus. No, not at all. So, I mean, tune out. You feel that way. Yeah. I truly think our guest is so great. I, I love. I really, really, really And I've been him. anticipating this. I've been anticipating this a lot. I My first meeting with him, I, I really like built him up myself. Why did you do that? Because I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's so smart. He's so funny. Yeah. And and we met and it was lovely. And, and you realize he's just flesh and blood, like the rest of us. But no, but he's not. He <gasps> truly transcends, you know, the, transcends the human flesh. The human flesh. Wow! Oh my God! A front runner for title of app. He Tr- transcends the human, human flesh. flesh. I just really, really <laughs> like him a lot. And you should please welcome into your ears, George Severus. Hi. Hi, George. Hi, stupid. Oh, Hi, God. stupid. I did your. I did kind of waft in as a cloud, and then the particles kind of came together into human flesh. Yeah, that's exactly absolutely. what happened. You were gaseous, <laughs> yeah, and then you were a solid, which is how that goes. Which is right. how that goes. I'm one of the only people that can kind of tr- transition between matter. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. What absolutely. would that make him? What do you Something mean? that sorry? can transition between matter. You're the you're Alex the Mack. Yeah, Alex Mack. Alex, Alex Mack. That's oh, culture. That's culture. Oh, <laughs> Alex Mack is a blind spot. That's what I came what? to talk about. <laughs> Did you hear him? Alex that's Mack crazy. is a blind spot. There's, was, was there an Alex Mack, a pop star? For oh a second my there? gosh, wait. I don't know that, but you anyway. don't know Alex Mack, the secret life of Alex Mack, Larissa Olenek's like, yeah. vehicle? No. I feel like Alex Mack, I never chose to watch it, but it was always on. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's and like I, Bryce Dallas I Howard. Can, you yeah, never choose, choose her. No, but sometimes she's it's, just on. And it's also just and you such like, a, like it. it's like early kind of CGI where it, it uh-huh. do yeah. you remember it's Goofy. just like yeah it's like this glittery goo that then turns into a person yes you would you would love it Bowen because it's one of those shows that's like in the in the opening credits they like very quickly wrap they very quickly recap like what yes. happens in the pilot that makes her magical Perfect. goo that's great. and then the whole show is just she's a girl who solves crime and she can turn into and goo she goo I didn't I don't even remember that she solved crime <laughs> she she I believe she solved crime like in like a in like a very much like going into like PG and E, Aaron Brockovich type yes. situations, yes. and uh, she was constantly turning into sludge and getting in hard to get right. places. Wait, I'm sorry. She she would always get into PG and E, Aaron Brockovich situations. You Is know what I'm you... saying? Like like it, basically the whole thing was like there's nefarious shit going on with yeah. the chemical company that like got I believe, it. Right? Am I making this up? I honestly have no idea. Okay, George. Right. I, yes. This is something. <laughs> this is something that I'm so curious to talk to you about uh-huh. as someone who, you know moved around a lot probably yes. I want to say and like was raised in like a, a non-English speaking household right. in a way no in, in a in a big way in a little way okay yeah. <laughs> so I'm always like I'm learning to forgive myself as of late for your blind spots for my blind spots because I, I was just I like just I've spent I've spent a lot of time with people who are like you haven't seen that and I'm like whoa 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 stop, whoa, whoa, stop yeah. it so this is something I think about all the time and yes. it's because not only did I I mean, yes, I grew up in a non-English speaking household and I was the oldest, so I didn't have like older siblings to explain things to me. But then the other thing was that we moved to different places at random times. So it's like I spent my early childhood in Greece. Uh Then I lived in in the States from like second grade to eighth grade. And then we moved back to Greece. So there are so my blind spots don't even make sense because it's like (laughs) there can be something that's like from seventh grade when I lived in New Jersey. Uh That's like an American pop culture thing that I know really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then... I've like 
I like never read The Great Gatsby because there that's like a, yeah, high a high school book, thing. and I yeah. went to a Greek speaking high school, and mm. we and that was never that was not. Why a would you be presented with that? So it's or or just like movie like the, I remember the year we moved back to Greece, uh-huh. I was so overwhelmed with like. I mean, I was at like a second grade reading level in Greek and I yep. had to suddenly be in high school mm-hmm. in a Greek speaking school. Yeah. So like it was I had like a tutor and then it's it wasn't even just a language. It was like learning Greek terms for like science and yes, math because like, yes, everything yes. was in Greek. So basically that year I literally consumed no culture. Yes. And I distinctly remember that was the year Brokeback Mountain came out. Wow. And I ha- wow. didn't hear about it until like over a year later mm. where it, yeah, it just, so just like... You would just you would just like have like blacked out yeah. spots. There's like that year, which was I guess 2005 or so. Yeah, yes. I literally consumed nothing. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. So well, I, you had to learn how to read. You had to learn right, how to read. I had to learn how to read. You had to catching up to do. And then I became. And then it's like obviously in Greek culture, I had so many blind spots because mm-hmm. I had not grown up there. Sure. So it's like aside from being like people were at the time because it was Bush era, extremely obviously anti-American abroad. So like yeah. already people were like, did not like me. Uh-huh. But then I also just like, wouldn't know basic things. Yeah. Fuck. So you, had, you had like nothing. So you were, proof, you were, you were on, in a way in their eyes, you were proving them right. Like you were yes. stupid. Well, not just that, but then in my mind, I was like, cause stupid I, American. <laughs> yes. But then in my mind, I, because I had, Growing up with immigrant parents here, I thought it was like my big homecoming going back to Greece. And I was like, well, mm. here people will like, because it's me. like when I was in America, I was like, what's lacrosse? You know? And then, <gasps> yeah. and then I would like go back and I was like, oh, this is like where my people are. And yeah. then they were all like, you're American. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. Have has, has there been enough distance now for you to be able to pinpoint what your coping mechanism was for that? I mean, well, it's also hard because, and this is something I'm only recently like thinking about. It perfectly coincided with me realizing I was gay. Yes, really. In a way where it's almost like it's like written by like Jumpa Lahiri. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were oh, the other other. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like, oh, it's all a metaphor for transition. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> but literally it's like I moved across you know, to across the pond. Atlantic, across <laughs> the pond to Greece, famously. Yeah, across Greece. The pond. Um at li- like the summer where I was like coming to terms with that. So wow. it's all a complete blur because I feel like I had to have all these mechanisms to just like kind of exist on it, which I don't want to over dramatize it. I'm very, <laughs> I grew up privileged, wow. but like, but, it, it, you but know. it's really a shame that you didn't see Brokeback Mountain. That now. is sure. so. Yeah. Do you know what happens in it? <laughs> yeah, I can no, tell I you. <laughs> I can tell you tell what happens. Us. Tell okay, us. so in Brokeback Mountain, there's like two men. Yeah. First of all, they're both men. Mm-hmm. And there's Heath and there's Jake. Mm. And so Jake is like, the one who, you know, he, mm. let's just say, makes the advances yes. on Heath. And Heath was very much like a second grade reading level sexually. Absolutely. You know yes. what I mean? Like he was like very whipped, whipped up in his body. Anyway, they have sex mm-hmm. and realize that they're gay and, yeah. uh, you know, hijinks ensue. Hijinks. Now, I <laughs> famously kind of a comedy of manners. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 And it ends hilarious hilarious <laughs> i feel like there but i'm yes I, I i appreciate you not wanting to over dramatize but i feel like it there's it's rife with drama it, it is oh, it is right yeah and like to, you should to, write that play. to realize you're gay in greece come on yeah but that had to suck because like then you have to realize you're gay and be closeted around the most beautiful men in the world yeah i mean <laughs> I think they grow into their beauty. <laughs> they oh, grow into, oh, shit. Some shade against the Greeks. Some I always forget that you are 
Greek, 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 yeah. Greek, Greek. Yeah, because I am. I'm Greek. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Wait, my my, my, my mom's maiden name is Claritas. I had no idea. That's how we get this brow. George's yeah. jaw is on the floor. No, I could totally, We also have this? similar coloring generally. I know. I that, and you mentioned tone, my tan, yes. and I tan very, very quickly because of the. That's the so crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, no. My mom's maiden made made name is Claritas. What was my big fat Greek wedding like for I you? I love my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, it's, it's so good. So good. Um, good. In fact, I, w- I went on. Um, you've done. Have you both done Jamie's podcast, The Bechdel? Yes, yeah. yes I've so done that was my movie for Bechdel. Oh, really? Yeah. How does it, it do on the Bechdel scale? Sorry? It, it definitely passes. Does, oh, it totally. Yeah, yeah. It, you don't have to pick a movie that doesn't pass. It's oh, just, God, you yeah, just yeah, like God. talk about like representation. In fact, I was so like defensive of it that I listening back to the episode, I was kind of being really defensive with Caitlin Durante, who kept being like, well, maybe it's not great that like ultimately she finds empowerment through a man. And I was like, no, you don't get it. Like, <laughs> well, she didn't get it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, she did it. But I was, like, I was like, you don't. it's like difficult to like find a midway point between like American culture and like right, a different yes. culture. And like what that movie portrays so beautifully is a one way to do that. Yes. And I think it's very kind of simplistic to to view it through that lens of mm-hmm. like, oh, she just gets married at the end. That's so no, whatever. That no. um, That's because the conflict is the culture. Yeah. You know, and also it's like she it's a win for the character because she marries for love. Yeah, exactly. And, and she and she wants to get married. Right. Well, and all the power, all the like influential characters in that movie are women. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. the mom, Andrea Martin. Mm hmm. You know, the, obviously, Neo Verdalos. Mm-hmm. I'm literally getting chills. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Me too. Yeah. That's a, and Andrea Martin in that movie is I, it just, a revelation. Lainey Kazan yeah. too. Lainey, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, Lainey Kazan. No, that movie was huge. We that was like I remember there was a time when I could recite it from beginning to end. Yeah, my party trick in middle school, amongst like the the, the girls who got it, and like mm-hmm. there was there were no other gay people, um, was just to quote the Andrea Martin. Um, Twin. Like, all my like, life, I had a lump. Exactly. Yeah. All my life, I had a lump. Like I, I would my just, twin. I was, I would do the accent, and I would just mm-hmm. quote it to people at parties, and then girls like would laugh. That <laughs> my allies. Um, I believe that Nicole movie, Silverberg just posted it. This is her second mention on this podcast in this episode. Hi Nicole. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Hi Nicole. Hi Nicole. Um, she was like, "This is one of the best comedic monologues we've yes. seen in a long time." A hundred. I mean, yeah. that movie. I was about to say it's like underrated, which is false. It's literally like the highest grossing romantic comedy or something. <laughs> yes. But I do think when people t- like, I would say, let's say like a Buzzfeed or something were to put like, were to do like top ten romantic comedies, yeah. there's a good chance they would miss that one. They, they 100%, do miss it, but it yeah. is. A romantic comedy, 100%. Just because it doesn't have a Julia Roberts or a Sandra Bullock in the lead role, I think that's why it gets skipped over. And I also think she was a non-traditional choice for the lead of those kinds of movies, which also makes it so powerful. But hello, she got fucking nominated for the fucking Oscar for for the screenplay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that screenplay is... Oh, my God. And it's... So I'm now like gonna we're gonna have the same conversation out of Jamie and Caitlin, so we can't we need to nip in the bud. But okay, the, no, I, I refuse. I want it to be a duplicate. <laughs> <laughs> but the th- but it's like it was an unknown, yeah, woman yeah. in her forties mm-hmm. writing, producing, and starring in a romantic comedy. Yes. in the mid two thousands. Yes, and super independent. Yes, like no, truly not a lot of money at all. Do like, you guys know who the producers? Playtone. Yeah, no. just Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Reed Wilson. Yeah. Reed Wilson. Yes, yes. Because yes. he, the, the story goes that he saw her one woman show. Yeah, because she was friends with Rita Wilson. Well, so Rita is Greek. Yes, and Yasas. Um, right. <laughs> 
That's actually rule of culture number seven. Yeah. Rita, Wilson Rita Wilson is Greek. Yes. The fact that Rita Wilson is Greek is like a big. It's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. It's a huge for me. Yes, I wonder yes. what her maiden name is. Do we know this? Um, we well, she might be like. Hmm. She might be. She might not have. It might be like half Greek, and it's like her mother. Her mother's side. Yeah, 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 yeah. We well, we might not be able to find. Yeah, out. but I do know that. First of all, I <laughs> saw her recently because. Um, oh my god! Last year at my so my sister went to college with their son, uh-huh. their youngest son, I believe, and so yes. I saw them at the graduation. They were both very cute. Um, do we have intel coming in? Yes. Okay. So wow. All right. So this is insane. What? Her real name <laughs> is Margarita Ibramehoff. Ibramehoff. Oh yeah. This is insane. Did that anyone know that Rita Wilson's real name is Margarita? Did Ibramehoff? you know what is okay? Pop quiz. What is Tina Fey's first name? Oh, oh, um, oh Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Stamatina. Elizabeth yeah. Stamatina Faye. Yeah. That's real Greek. Zeno- oh. Zeno- and then is Zenobia's in there or something? Oh, I don't I just yeah. know Stamatina is such, so Greek. This so Greek, says yeah. her mother, Dorothea, was Greek. Love that. This doesn't say her <laughs> maiden name. Okay. Mm, now, what's with that whitewashing, Rita? I think we got to take her to task. Her father, Hassan Halilov Ibra- Ibrahimov, was a Pomak, Bulgarian Muslim, born in Breshton, Greece, close to the border with Bulgaria. Do we... Can we believe I this? I love that. I think Rita Wilson. Rita. Marguerite. Margarita. Margarita. Oh my I, God. Thank you, HPA. There has to be, I mean, beyond the Mykonos of it all, there has to be some fun little queer moment for you two to go back to Greece and, and do something. I think it's a rom com story. Why for can't you. we go to Mykonos? You can't see me in Georgian Mykonos? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll all go to Mykonos together, but I'm saying like there's there's something. I mean, I think there's there's a Myk- there's a Mykonos rom com that you will are destined to write someday. And I think for George, there's like um there's like a there's like a a more sort of um smart prestige. Oh no, my no, god. No, I'm gonna you say. are you are acting intellectually superior. No, no, you, no, you no, actually are well, okay let's break this down let's <laughs> sure. unpack this let's break this let's break this down i wait literally had the thought today on the subway i go matt rogers is one of the smartest <laughs> people on this planet shut up his responses to things as they happen where does he have his mind i don't i don't understand how, how this how is smart about he is. this is about george sedaris and his incredibly smart screenplay he's gonna write about and george is gonna write something a little something prestige but dark but ultimately has a tragic <laughs> ending how and, do you feel about being described as artistically prestige but dark but with a tragic, a tragic ending? A tragic ending, yeah. Um, Are you willing to respond to that? Yeah, call? I mean, I'm, I, I really am. Just... Why? I want to know why you think it would have a tragic ending. I, I, I take that back. <laughs> it would, I'm saying not tragic, but I'm saying it's like end of Fleabag season two. Oh, like, yeah, oh I yeah, love yeah. that. There's a moment of like, there's a moment of like, like uh, just uh, complete closure for this character. Yeah, that would be based on you. But you will have been there, your scar tissue will be very fresh. Okay, so I think this is that's the highest compliment. No, no, it, it really I, is. I do to think say it you're is. even capable of no, a No, the only is reason huge. is. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, what was <laughs> what were your thoughts on no, Fleabag season no, two? I love okay, okay, Fleabag. Great. But the only thing I was going to say is that so I it's like as a as a consumer of media, yes. I love things like exactly what you're describing, and yes. I feel like I. Because I'm so like joke oriented, yes. when I sit down to write something, I can only write a joke. I, I can only write jokes. And actually, like the, I had written something at some point, and like one of the criticisms was that it feels like it's written by a stand up comedian. Wow. Because it's just like Mm-mm. all I do is like dialogue, like a series of dialogues that have that are just like joke, joke. And I really, and I feel like it, ha- it stems from like an insecurity of like being 
I'm so, go go like vulnerable on the page. Yes. And any, do you know what I mean? Yes. So yes. it's like I do think that's a compliment because that means that maybe someday I will be able to attempt something like oh, that. Oh no, but I, it's like I have confidence in Matt. I think you agree with me. I think George has a very sort of uh, autori autorish future oh, ahead of God. him. I would you say autorish. Autorish. You know, some. So, uh, I, I am identifying with this because a criticism I used to get a lot was all the characters sound the same. <gasps> and oh, I think that means that you're writing in a strong voice. voice. I agree. So, uh, you know, you've seen successful writers that have that. I mean, especially earlier in her career, you, in Diablo Cody, all her characters sounded the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just like, everyone sounded like Juno in that movie, except maybe Jennifer Garner. Woody um, Allen? Yeah, right. I mean, Woody there's Allen. there's certain writers that like, a true. I mean, well, I, I, I threw that out as like a gross, like a chilly, like, ooh, but no. Yeah, he meant, he was trying to give us chills. Yeah. Did he give you chills? No. When okay. he said Woody Allen, he didn't strike fear in you? No, I felt nothing. nothing. I felt nothing. You know what I saw two seconds of the other day, which looked like hot garbage? What? what? Wonder Wheel? Oh, oh I, that looked I heard it was so bad. The movie with Kate Winslet yeah. and, sorry, but Justin Timberlake. Yep. Like, there was a scene between them, like, they've just fucked, I guess, and there's a scene with her getting dressed and he's laying in the bed. Have you seen this? No, but I just, like, when you watch the trailer, it's one of those, and I hate when this happens, when you feel like an actor that you respect. In yeah. this case, obviously, I'm referring to Justin Timberlake. No, Kate, <laughs> Kate Wins, It just, like, is embarrassing themselves. Yeah, right. And I hate that, and I feel bad saying that, but... And this is controversial, but that's kind of how I felt about like Mamma Mia One with Meryl Streep. Oh, I, I guess was like, like mm-hmm. just like her jumping on the bed, and I was just like, Ugh. see, now I I don't have that problem with Mamma Mia because it's like for me it's like how else would you do this? Of course, and like and like I don't feel mad at Meryl for saying yes to that movie. I feel a mad at Kate Winslet for saying yes, yes. to it, and b I watch it and I'm like. For you to say yes to this and this also be this bad, like this scene with Kate Winslet and sorry, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> I will say sorry before I, I say his name for the rest of the podcast. It's just like these are two people who aren't speaking to each other. Mm. And it's like it just yeah. goes to show like, wow, if we didn't cancel Woody Allen for being like disgusting, then we should definitely cancel him for being like completely rote and just like mm-hmm. it's just so repetitive. Well, his yeah. it's it's also I mean, again, putting all the gross stuff aside, just yeah. as a filmography, he has always been inconsistent. Like, mm-hmm. it has always been like one good movie, one bad movie, mm-hmm. one good movie, one He's like so the, prolific. Too. Yeah, I mean, there are movie. There was a movie that he did with like Jason Biggs and Christina Ricci, and it is terrible. Yep. yep. Yeah. You either hear about them because they fucking kill at the awards at the end of the year, like Blue Jasmine or something. He either like yeah. fucking nails it or it's. Terrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you never hear about it. Again. Or like Somehow Scoop. Do you remember Scoop? No. Oh, I Hugh remember Jack- Scoop. Or no, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Was it not Hugh Jackman? Who am I thinking? I, of? I don't remember, like, but ugh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, another just complete. I remember watching it and like forgetting it as it was happening. Yeah. This is like anyway. right before he got canceled for good, but um, Midnight well, you, say, you say that, but he's good. not. He's, he's not. working on. I, a movie. I mean, this is this is a whole other thing, which is just like. They always say, like, you know, don't get mad at the actresses. Like, they're just trying to work. It's like, I have a huge problem with that because Kate Winslet is not just trying to work, in quotes. She's an Academy Award-winning actress with many options and choices, and I do feel upset that she said yes to that movie, and I do think that she should answer for that. I think that... Sorry. I think that these people exist in a different media environment than you. Oh, yeah. You don't think think that she weighed on her mind, like, "Mm, it might be problematic if I do this, maybe I shouldn't. Or that her you, team. You know, like they may out. have, but I, again, you, like, I think we constantly underestimate how people are not part of, like, mainstream conversations that we think are, like, 
everywhere everywhere yeah mm-hmm. like yeah yeah once you're up there like the focal point oh, is yeah and also like the the so the relativity of the ethical quandaries it's like it's the equivalent of like me deciding whether or not i want to use like a plastic straw or a paper straw and it's like sometimes i'll make the right decision sometimes i'll make the wrong yeah, one and, yeah, all, right, and right. it's all okay like that's it, it's like for her it's like maybe she made some decision she was proud of and some that she was less proud of but she's not gonna like derail her whole mm-hmm. i don't know there's yeah i'm, I'm not yeah. saying I, I i'm not saying i don't agree with you i think like if if everyone was on the same page, then I think mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. But I, I mean, it's like I've been thinking about this with the Scarlett Johansson stuff too. I'm like, yeah. uh-huh. what kind of things must she read? Right. Like, yeah. Well, she must. Or who be, isn't she talking? Yeah. She exactly. Must be, exactly. Yeah. She's she's out of touch to say that. I mean, no matter what. But like, what right. to what degree is she to for her to be able to say that in the first place, or to feel like she should? Yeah. Or it's like I wonder if she even knows something that she's saying will be controversial, or if she thinks right. she's like speaking some big truth. Like I. Anyway. Sure. Odd time for her to do that too, right before the announcement that like Black, Black Widow, Widow was yeah, happening. Yeah, I know. Like I know. it's so like that could have been such. I mean, and I, and I don't know. I don't know really where everyone's at with Scarlett Johansson. I, I've always been a huge fan of hers, and when she messes up like this, it's really frustrating because I think she's so good, and I'm, I just want to see her like get there, like mm-hmm. in terms of this these conversations. But with Bla- with the Black Widow of it all, it's like. I wonder if that would have been a more prominent part of that big Marvel announcement had she not just had this this whole thing go down because it feels like every like that big Marvel announcement, which was like crazy. Yeah. All that stuff that was announced. I feel like, you know, rightfully so, like the conversations that I'm seeing online in my bubble anyway is like about Blade and about like, you know, um Shang-Chi, the Eternals, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. And, and yes, and all the how diverse the roster is and like, you know, Tessa Thompson is gonna have a queer love mm-hmm, interest in mm-hmm, Thor mm-hmm. and Natalie Portman's gonna be female That's Thor. That's the only thing I know is that Natalie Portman's gonna be female <laughs> yeah, Thor. Yeah, Natalie yeah. is gonna be fucking female Thor, which I don't really know how that makes sense in the canon but um, like, it's oh. it's multiverse stuff so they're opening up the multiverse right. um, where like like there's a different world in which she is Thor so Jane Foster her character from mm-hmm. the movies or I that I'm well that on, is but... literally true okay yeah oh, okay, so it, okay. it has been announced that Jane Foster becomes Thor a uh, great okay. fun uh, th- th- and it's also like <laughs> we're trying to rationalize the Marvel movies which I I have to say after having seen all of them yes I get that Endgame was good and I get that some of the movies are good. I can't understand a thing that is happening in any of them. I don't care at all. Thank you. <laughs> and can you believe there's going to be I'm a whole sorry, new no, arsenal? Are you, are no, you no, I, I, well, I don't cried during during like, I cried during Endgame because I was stoned out of my mind <laughs> and I was with Joel and like, I, we were just very yeah. emotional. I've learned yeah. to like be accepting of like, I think it's so boring to be one of these people that's like, Adults watching comic books. Yeah, movies. no, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, But yeah. then it's like, part of me is thinking that, but then mm-hmm. also I'm just like, it's all so boring. Anything you can say right. about them, if you like them or if you don't like them, I just like wish we could stop yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally And also agree. their military propaganda. This is yeah. all true. It, it really is all true. Damn. Like the whole thing of like, um, sort of like, um, what's it like uh, glorifying like nest or whatever, or like whatever it's called, uh-huh. like the whole, like the whole like recruitment process of it all. Oh, God. It's just, it's I, a saw, little goofy, I saw goofy. Wonder Woman on a plane and I was like, this is the most <laughs> abhorrent thing I've ever seen. One, he, like, I think, <laughs> no offense to Patty Jenkins. I think Patty Jenkins is wonderful, but she didn't write the movie. She directed the movie. Okay, right? well, I mean, super- also Gal Gadot, not a good actress. Anyway. I mean, superhero- how could she be good? I think superhero, the concept of superheroes is like, there, there is some like propaganda. There, there is some proselytizing thing about like joining the military. Like literally I mean, like Captain well, America. 
When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found Framebridge. I found Framebridge too. Framebridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... 
Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Um, you, did, did you see Spider-Man Far From Home? You don't care. No. All right. I, I would. I, I've heard it's good. I, I, you know. I, I, no, I, 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 fell, I fell asleep numerous really? times. Wow. Yeah. Well, did you see that interview with Kirsten Dunst where she, where she, there, she was asked about the new Spider-Man movies? And she was like, well, we did it best, so I don't know why they keep doing it. I Great. mean, Love she that. is 100% right, and she, I fucking love her i love I, her. I we've i think we've discussed yes this. she is have. and i'm not the first gay man to say this but i will not be the last like <laughs> our, the the lack of respect completely oh, complete lack. that kirsten dunst gets not only as an actress but as a cultural figure yes. and someone mm-hmm. who is knowledgeable about film mm-hmm. and knowledgeable about art and knowledgeable about film history yes mm-hmm. and talk about i mean making choices about what projects to participate yes. in kirsten dunst I mean, the thing she chooses all could be taught in like film schools. Yes, like, yes, yes. It's, and even the sm- she's like, okay, I'm going to do Eternal Sunshine. I have a small role, but that is going to be a movie that people talk about oh, for gosh. decades. She should have been nominated for an Oscar for that. That's the def- definition Are, of a great the, I, There was like she's and in, that character. The, the movie doesn't work without that character. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, the, she's in that new show, which looks very good, which I know you. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. I, uh, on, on on becoming a god a, in Central, Central Florida. Florida, and they, it was like they, it was introducing the cast, and it was like. Emmy and Golden Globe nominee Kirsten Dunst. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's never been up there saying thank you. Like, are you kidding me? It's crazy because I was literally just explaining. So... uh, that we do this. There's this thing called you, you, your coven, which uh-huh. is like the five actresses who like you. She's could, in mine. Like she's, she, in, mine she's in my coven for yeah. sure. And so I say all throughout my life, literally from the beginning, she has been in like the yeah. defining movies of like yes. I'm telling you, like if you could start from the beginning, I wasn't like cognizant of it during like interview with the vampire yeah, yeah. But, but that's an a stunning that's a stunning performance. And then you know from Jumanji even to like. Bring it on, bitch. Drop Dead Gorgeous to um, Incredible. E- Eternal Sunshine yeah. to even the more adult stuff that she's done recently. Melancholia. Like Melancholia. Yeah. And, um, uh, Bachelorette? The, B- Bachelorette is genius. Oh, and the movie with Nicole oh, Kidman. Um, I love. The, the, uh, the, the, oh, oh, yeah. Sofia yes. Coppola. Um, yes. Uh, oh, 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 wait. Oh, God. This damn is it. so embarrassing. Wait, Marie, not Marie Antoinette. No, no, Marie, well, Marie Antoinette. Too, Antoinette. But then, like, wait, fuck. What, what the hell is this I saw it in theaters. Um, the Beguiled. Beguiled. Thank you, HPA. Yes, HPA. Oh, my God. Yes, The Beguiled. We saw movie theaters. Again, yes. another performance that like I thought should have been in a conversation. And she was the best the one in the movie. Absolutely. And so, the most difficult part. You know, yeah. I forgot about I mean, as a movie, it's like fine. But her, I think she transcends the script. Like her, I think that's. I agree that it was one of the best performances that year. Also, yeah. I loved her in Hidden Figures. Remember Absolutely, she because, because she plays the part. Yes, she's she commits. You know what's interesting? And we were talking about Natalie Portman. I feel like they've had very similar trajectories, except they like they like diverged in a wood. Explain this, like child actors yeah. in very prestige films who like sort of. And early nerd culture stuff, early like Spider Man and yes, Star and Star Wars. Didn't even mention Spider Man. Yeah. Obviously, huge. And then like. But Natalie wasn't really into, into the rom-coms until later on, maybe. Like, she, like, she'll, like, tangentially, like... She was getting her checks. Revisit it every now and yeah. then. But, like... But na- but I feel like Kirsten stuck to her art house guns mm-hmm. a little bit more and a little bit longer. And, yeah, she doesn't get the respect she deserves. She well, doesn't. I mean, and then also, like, we haven't even mentioned her 
incredible performance in Fargo. Fargo. Which oh, I, I haven't so seen. So I actually seasons. haven't seen yeah. Fargo, but she, I heard she was amazing. Yeah. So she's unbelievable in that, and I think it just got lost in the fact that there's just so much gold happening with actresses on television yeah, right yeah. now. I mean. Hello. She's. I think. I think there's enough of a groundswell happening with. She, there's always. But she's. All, she hasn't. There's no comeback narrative because she hasn't been gone. Right. But it's like I think. I think. I think everyone. I think there's a moment that's imminent with her in the next few years. I, I think it's cool that she has this show. I wonder if. You never know. I. I wonder if it'll be like her moment because you never yeah. know because the field is so crowded it's like yep. christina applegate gave such an amazing performance in dead to me she's I not gonna literally win. watch three episodes of it today oh, i so cannot believe how good she is uh, did you have show. you i haven't it? seen it because um a, a guy I used to date loves it and i'm like no I'm yeah not yeah <laughs> that's fair you have anyway. to watch it okay. wait i i wanted to go back bowen you need to watch bachelorette okay it's so good I, and and it's like you know it's leslie headland who did yes russian yes. doll and um and like she's a playwright by training, or not by Leslie? By yeah, 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 like she was a playwright for many years, and it's very much. I think it's based on one of her plays, and it's very much written like a play, right? Mm. right. Which is like I always I, a lot of people don't like that. Like people I love that. don't like you know doubt or you know like yeah, yeah, movies yeah. like that. I kind of enjoy. I it. love them. Yeah, like so, three billboards you liked. Oh, um, because I feel like that's like I guess that it, as well, a play, I which I know is controversial. Never mind. Don't answer. That no, question. no, that's I, a shitty question. no, no. That's not. <laughs> I, I, I would say I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't. Not like it because of the play thing. Yeah, I didn't uh-huh. like it for other reasons. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I that that came out so loaded. And I didn't mean for no, it to no, be no, 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 no. But, but you're right that that is the quintessential example. You know what else is a really good example of this? Yeah. Closer. Yeah, yes! of course. Oh well, which I things love. that were literally plays. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know, but yeah. like, but some of them translate best. They translate don't make right much of an effort to yeah. make them cin- cinematic. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. But Bachelorette succeeds on sticking to its play. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Also, Bachelorette includes. James Marsden, who is also in Dead to Me, who is truly yes. fine wine. Also, oh, yes. Adam Scott. Adam oh. Scott. Isn't Dead to Me? He no, in uh, Bachelorette. He's in Bachelorette. Oh, great. Adam Scott fucking. So have you watched any of Big Little Lies this season? Okay, so I've watched uh, all of it except I want to say two episodes. Okay. And the reason is because basically I st- this, I'm not a reality TV person. Yes. Okay. Oh, you started Vanderpump Rules. I started Vanderpump <gasps> Rules. And when I tell you I have... I physically am unable to press play on anything else in a oh way where I'm God. like, I will sit on my couch and be like, I want to watch Big Little Lies so I can catch up. Uh-huh. Yes, but and I w- and I'm not able to watch anything other than that. And I've watched three seasons in two weeks. Oh my god! You have been tweeting about Vanderpump. Yeah, Rules. I, I like. De- I was like, this is embarrassing. I like deleted some. I, I mean, it's a part of the culture. It's I and I. Oh, I but I'm also ad- so late to it. Like, and anyway. no, I, I just started it recently. Really? You did? I, I did, and I really enjoy it. Really? Oh my god! It's the one thing on Bravo I can't get into, and I haven't tried at all. It's like, but the thing is, like, I used to say this about Housewives. I was like, never getting into that, and now I'm like. So into it, yeah. It's um, it's a, it's it's such a trolly show. Really, it trolls even harder than Housewives. Yes, and I I watched a few episodes yesterday, and I I, I, I smoked a bowl, and I was like, this is the best thing. It, it really I'm, I'm is. Only, I'm still only on season one, but even from season one, I feel like once you get into, I feel like once you get past like maybe the first episode and just like know the characters, yes. you're, it I was you're on in. board. Um, that's beautiful. I want to talk about this more. I, 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 Sudi sent me and Matt a text yesterday saying you guys have to start getting into Love, Love Island. Island. And I watched the first the first four episodes of season five, this the current season in the UK, and it's truly phenomenal. And I love it. And it's so, so they different. have real sex on it. I haven't seen any of the sex yet, but yeah, I mean they they all sleep in the same room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I did not know that. And they and and they and so every round is a different <sighs> iteration of the couples. 
Sure. So, and then, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the last couple to make it to the end wins like 50,000 pounds or something. But, um, the interactions are so interesting to watch and you, you end up getting lost in these narratives that like are unfolding and you're like, no, you can't go with that person. You're, you're supposed to be with them. Like, yes, it really this is. This is literally what reality television does. Yes. It is expertly crafted nonsense yes. that makes you care. Literally, I watched <laughs> one episode of the new season of The Bachelor the other night with my sister and now I'm invested. Yes, yes, yes. And These people are good at what they do. It's But it truly transcends all, like transcends to me at least in my sort of narrow-minded view of the world is like it transcends like race and class and every like it truly it's like well that was what the real world was remember it yes. was like it was like people talking about race and class yeah, and yeah, sexuality yeah. and like blah blah it's like we, and it kind of works it kind of so, works like, but it's also like what's it's also like a terrible ill of society that's sort of gotten us into this horrible yeah, yeah, it yeah, works yeah, until the people in charge realize they can make more money by just um, heightening it to be trash and that is why I think The Bachelor every season gets more and more trash and what they're willing to condemn is less and less. Like for all intents and purposes, Bachelor in Paradise should be fully canceled after there was a sexual harassment situation. But they've realized that it gets a conversation going and so they just want to make them money. But this is what I this is what I like about Vanderpump is that it starts out trash. But not just that I don't feel bad for anyone. Yes. Because and I was like explaining this to someone recently um, like a psychopath. Uh, it's like, I feel like with most reality shows, either you are basically like gawking at poor people yes. Yes. or gawking at rich people. Yeah, yes. you're right about and, that. And yes. at, in Vanderpump, it's like, these are people that are like in their 20s and 30s that are struggling actors in Los Angeles uh-huh. who do want to be on TV. Yes, yes. Are hot, able-bodied, pr- privileged in the general sense and that yes, they are yeah. like you know, straightforwardly middle class. Yeah. And you're just like, I feel okay being invested in their like cheating scandals and stuff. And I don't feel like I'm like, you know, exploiting someone who like shouldn't be on TV. Yeah, you're very right. And it actually, occasionally it will happen when a character comes in and I do feel bad for them or they're like clearly unstable. And then I'll really not like that Mm because it takes me out of it. But that, I think that it, because I can't watch The Bachelor. I mean, I'm sure I could get into it. I'm not above it. But like, that is for me why I kind of stopped watching reality TV for literally like seven years mm-hmm. and then this was like the first mm-hmm. thing that took me back well there in. was a point with real after reality TV was born it was like this we talked about Joe Millionaire the other yeah, day yeah, yeah. like there was like Joe Millionaire there was Survivor there was American Idol and then you saw all those things kind of succeed and The Bachelor was a part of that too and then all of those things I think got pushed to limits like like when American Idol was mean it was truly like dangerously mean to people like William Hung who had something going on developmentally like what you could say also like the way way they would do the eliminations was purely just cruel and it was just like I think reality TV in that in that moment where you stopped watching it it got pushed so far have we cycled back now it it then got pulled yeah, back uh-huh. and now i think it is getting to the point where like we're almost yeah. there again where yeah. it's like guys yeah <laughs> guys. guys it's rule of no- culture number 11 guys. guys wait i have a point that is very slippery and Please. might be wrong go. here we go bitch i feel like good reality tv is gay camp and yes. bad reality TV is straight camp. Yes. Absolutely. And I think straight camp embraces cruelty yes, it yes. in a way yes. that gay camp does not. Okay, here's a great example. That's a great And point. we've brought this example up before um, I.O. Debris episode. Um, we talked about Omarosa at length. Mm-hmm. This is the day that she got fired. Yeah. Um, 
Celebrity Apprentice, her her and Piers Morgan screaming in the back of a minivan. Yes. Um, like Piers Morgan saying some racist shit at her and, and Omarosa being like, well, you're you're in the closet and you're, you're and you're gay and you haven't come out yet to your family and your wife hates you. And like it's that is straight camp. And it's and Trump has the whole Paul over mm-hmm. that show, too. Where it's, it's just Trump, like it gave birth to Trump. Exa- Let's just say that. So it's just like you look at that and you're like, that's dark and bad. And there's nothing good that can come of this. Whereas yeah. Vanderpump Rules, it's like, oh, Stassi's upset at Jax for cheating. And this is pure season one stuff. And yeah, I'm so yeah, behind. Yeah. Stassi's mad at Jax for getting a porn star pregnant in Vegas. Like that's fun. I don't. I don't know. Well, I know. You know I, it's either I, fun I, or I, yeah, yeah. it's either fun or it's fucking dangerous. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, Trump is now dangerous. My I don't think so, honey. Later actually has to do with politics. Okay. Um. But the th- but the thing is, like, it's we see like what the worst of this has literally given birth yes, to, yes, and it's yeah. not funny. And th- and here's or the thing: fun. people who pe- people who are trying to equate Marianne Williamson with Trump, it's like no, no Marianne Williamson no, is hun. gay camp. Trump is straight camp. That is absolutely <laughs> true. That's actually That's look number 22. Marianne Williamson is gay camp. Donald Trump, Trump is straight camp. camp. George is regretting this. No, no, no. This. I'm not regretting okay. it at all. I, sorry. I'm like <laughs> replaying the moment earlier when I, where you, I was like, the real world like talked about race and class and it really worked. And I just want to take that back. back <laughs> well, because this is what I'm saying though. you say something and no, you're like, I get it. <laughs> no, no, no. But George, it did. That's but, the thing is like, they, they created something that was good for the world and then when they realized it was more positive for them financially to push it to be, let's put racists in here with people of color. Yeah. They did that. Yeah. So yeah. we can't have nice things. Right, right, right. But that, that literally, that show was good for the world. I mean, Pedro, I mean, the whole HIV like, uh-huh. n- like narrative. Right, in I think that's what I was kind of thinking when I, yeah, no, exactly. That, yeah, so I think the point does stand, Love which I, is like, yeah, these things. It, it's like it's like it gets to an excess where you're like, oh, guys. I just want to say for now in 2019, um, Love Island is very much gay camp, even though it's they've only had hetero couples, but it's gay camp. Oh, so okay, so my sister watches um or watches the whole Bachelor thing. She's Bachelor Nation. And she says that Bachelor in Paradise, she goes to me, Bachelor in Paradise is having their first same-sex couple. I said, let me guess, it's two women? She said, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, let me guess, um, it was literally, they're both not contestants. One of them's a contestant and they brought someone from off the show. She's like, yeah. So basically I was like, so they co-opted like a real thing in the world and brought it in just so they could say they had a same-sex couple. And, and and they don't dare dip their toe into um, anything male, male, s- no, s- sodomy related at all. Like it's like no, no, they, no. They, oh, really? something p- being in a butt just oh, because I feel like real world had so many gay men, right? But it's like bachelor, well, real world, yes, but ba- because real world is like still niche. Ba- oh, I thought bachelor. you meant they being like, like reality and TV in general. Oh no, oh, no, no. Bachelor, oh just, well, just yeah, the bachelor. bachelor yeah. I, I mean, it's. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, like people were like, "We need the gay bachelor." It's like there will absolutely a hundred percent be a lesbian bachelorette before, before there's a gay yes, bachelor yeah. because we talked about this at length on our Scott Thompson episode. But uh-huh. there is such a fear and disgust when it comes to anal sex, but sex between men. It's like, to be honest with you, I'm shocked we're seeing a mainstream presidential candidate that is gay before we're seeing a lesbian presidential mm. candidate because I like you've seen even in media like you've seen like like so many presidents that are women have like the powerful energy and like Cherry Jones played the president on 24. And I feel like these are kind of things that are accepted. Like the kind of energy that a president has, like if you had an effeminate male president, well, it's, you could never see that. Yeah. Well, it's because femininity is perceived mm, weakness. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> right. 
and and that's that's that that's the whole pro- fucking problematic thing about it. And also, like the straight men that like run the world can see through the male gaze if they're seeing like I don't like when there's lesbians on television. They're yeah. like, well, I get her because she likes women like me because women are hot, and actually, I'm deciding this is hot. Mm. Meanwhile, where it's like two men, they're like gross, mm-hmm, gross mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you ever you ever got into housewives? You, you never got into housewives? I. Got I watched the first maybe two or three seasons of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. which is why I had some context for Lisa Vanderpump. Which and then also I got dark. Yeah. yeah, right. So that's the thing, and that's why I stopped watching because yeah. I just like didn't like what it was doing to my psyche. Right, yeah. right. But oh, I will man. say when I think of and I I've missed so much at this point that I just like can't jump sure, back in. Sure. But when I think of like the episode with the dinner party where there was like that woman who's a medium with the vape, mm-hmm. like that to me is one of the best episodes of television. Yeah, of I mean time. it's it's delivered some of the best episodes of television and that ever. Is that episode is Vanderpump esque because yeah. it's just like the stakes are just high enough. Yes, yeah. yes. Anyway. Yes, yes. I was talking to I think I was talking to Ira, Madison, Raysani, and Sam Graceman about this. Like we we're on like a little group chat called Bravos because we all watch Bravo and they were saying that Beverly Hills used to be about like the cracks in the China. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the kind of, it was really about, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was really about like what we're hiding underneath the surface and yes. what happens when those things really break. And that those are the people that think like the height of it was actually that those really dark times. And then they were saying, I think it was Ray that said Lisa Rinna broke Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Whoa. because she came in with her like loud energy and confrontational style. And it was no longer about like the veneer. I, this, I don't agree with this. I think Rinna is canon. Yeah. And I'm Rinna. But um, <laughs> I think that is it, there was a I'm moment Rinna. where and maybe it was <laughs> Rinna coming on that made Beverly Hills less about what we hide and more about how we dish it out. Uh-huh. You know yeah, what I mean? Is it fair to say that New York is about joy in the face of darkness? Because I that's why I love New York. Well, I, that's an interesting... Do you watch Real Houses in New York? Nope. It's something that you need to do. I know. No, uh, I, that's what I, Tyler um, Coates was saying that he was like, you have to just watch all the reunions to catch up and then you can be oh, like... That's actually that's a really good that's way to... That's smart. a really smart way to catch up on yep. Housewives. Yep, he's Tyler a genius. genius. Shout out to Tyler Coates. Tyler shout to, out to Tyler. I almost said Tyler to Tyler Coates. Shout out to Tyler Coates. A genius. A genius. Um, There's been some There's been some really good reunion happenings lately. I loved I loved this. I'm caught up on the reunions, by the way. Yeah, well, did you... Did you like... Were you like a person that watched dramatic television or were you a reality TV kid and then had to stop um that's a good question let me think then like again it's like your in, blind spot yeah yeah like in high school you mean yeah um i mean it is the blind spots because we yeah. didn't get yes, we didn't get yes. the american yeah. um reality shows and i'm trying to think of like i would say in college i would occasionally watch like kardashians mm-hmm. was that college or that it's college, they've yeah. been around for fucking ever. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy i've definitely like when people do you remember that moment where everyone was like the Kardashians are actually smart. I know, yeah. I know, I know, like, I know, I know. I know. Or, <laughs> people were just like, Kim Kardashian is a businesswoman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. during that time when I was like, oh, maybe there's something to this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would, like, watch Kardashians and... And then, oh, you know what? Okay, so the one channel we would get in Greece was E. Yes. Which I is, love that E is the oh one channel gosh. they got. No, not the, as in the one channel that had like I like thinking reality shows. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and which I think that's what Kardashians are on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, they, so then I also would watch like 
things no, like Denise Richards, it's complicated. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like things like that that were like, because that is the only, because we didn't get Bravo right. or what are the, like VH1 or yeah, like any yeah, of the yeah, other yeah, channels. Yeah, so it was the only reality shows I watched other than like the Greek ones, which yes. also existed, were the E ones. Did you ever watch Living Anna, Lohan? Anna Nicole? No. <gasps> I never watched Anna, Anna Nicole. Nicole was a reality show that I mean, you'll never see again on television so because I of actually, how literal that that is an example of it getting pushed dark, too far. Yes, dark. And I do remember that, and that that was actually bef- that I was still living in the states when that was on. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was. We were. Must she have been was young like, watching. yeah. She was like one of the earliest kind of pop culture figures I remember, yes. just like r- kind of. Um, being obsessed with. I she was iconic. Yeah. She was iconic, but now we know it's because it was for all the wrong reasons. But I know, like, and the way people treat it. I mean, just like, ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I, oh my God, wait. Never mind. Sorry. What are you looking at? Bowling? Nothing, nothing. Because Ray Sani brought up something about, Um. but it was, but, but now I'm remembering that that franchise was not on E and it was on VH1. What are you talking about? Um. The Flavor of Love universe. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch Flavor of no, Love? No, I'm familiar with yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Like, I feel like I've watched things those people have been on or yes, something. Yes, or like yes. they also, I remember like the roast of Flava Flav. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and like, oh my God, he God, got a roast. Is, this is all, yeah, this is all so, okay, but this is actually what I wanted to talk about was, I think that we, we have to establish like a code of conduct when it comes to someone being like, to someone having a blind spot. Because mm-hmm. I've had just so many reactions to things that are like, you haven't seen what? And like, there needs to be like that needs to kick off like a protocol with like okay so when someone hasn't seen something that you are so like emphatically in love with or like that is so meaningful to you mm-hmm. like what do you say you you go okay well you should watch it and you should and I'm going to convince you to watch it like like what do you do like I don't know I'm like, not going to change saying oh my god you need to watch this if it's a protocol thing and my and something that I need to change no, about no, my behavior I, that, I'm not saying that's inherently a bad thing to do but like what <laughs> like what do we do beyond that to like I think we take them uh-huh. to a home with yes. a television yes. we sit down hold their hands uh-huh. well what I would do with George is I would take him to my home. Yes. I would say, you wait right here. Mm, I would go right. get out the Sauvignon Blanc. Oh. I would pour us both a glass. And I'd say, okay. you can sit wherever you want, but I'm going to sit over here on my bed. And then I would sit <laughs> on my bed. And he, I don't know, I think it would take him a while this to get in the bed. This is getting very hot. Oh, this is horny. <laughs> um, okay, wait. This actually reminds me of a time where I did have someone come over to my apartment. And then I thought we were going to hook up. We ended up watching TV. And I sat in the bed. And they sat on in the uh, he's there, <laughs> sat on a seat. And I was like, oh okay. no, you didn't even sit next to each other. No, and uh, it was it was just like it, it ended ha- up being a nice, fun time watching yeah. television, which is fine. Which is fine. Which is fine. That's okay. That's okay. Ah, mm. what's your boy situation right now? <gasps> um, wait, it's crazy that you asked me that because last or yesterday, which was famously my birthday. Literally my, happy birthday. Thank Literally you. Happy birthday. I also, because of that, I'm in a very self-reflective mood. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's very good. What age did you turn? 28. Wow. You are young though. Whoa. Aren't you guys literally my age? I'm 17. 28. I'm an, I'm, tw- I'm 29. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but I can't believe you were 27. I didn't know you were younger yeah. than me. That's cool. I'm... That's fucking cool. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I don't mean a lot of people that are younger than me. Okay. Um, what, what's what's the self uh, yeah, this well, How are you thing? reflecting? Um, wait, no. So funny so, that we mentioned boys. Boys, I do, I have like no. No, the only the thing I was gonna say is that my ex was at my birthday wearing the exact oh. shirt Bowen is currently wearing. 
fuck? Which I love. Which what is what the Robin mean? shirt. Which is the Robin, Robin honey tour shirt. In the black or the white? It was the white. The I bought it in the not. white. So what is I that? I almost bought it in the white as well. So wait, okay. I this is not interesting, but I um was recently in London and I saw her in London. Yeah, how and was that? So it was incredible, and it was because so I think all the dates she did in New York were at like. It was Barclays. At, no, 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 just, no, no. It was at some ballroom. It was like at some smaller venue than Barclays. What? Right? I thought it was Barclays. I thought you did MSG a while ago and then came back to do Barclays. I mean, we yes, literally like sh- just saw her at Barclays. Right, but before these the, these shows that I we, we it saw, MSG. it was MSG. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, so, months ago. So the place, so where I went to in London was a GA-only venue. Wow. So it was perfect because I literally paid much less than anyone paid, you know, to yeah, see her at, at Barclays. Sure. And I was like... 10th row like wow. you know it's like it was like people standing I was like 10th and I was like right in the middle and it was like a just like probably one of the best um, concert going experiences of my life and it was also just like cool to see her in like a different country like yeah. it felt like yeah I was, that is you know, cool or something really yeah sexy and it was about. my best friend lives in London so it was just like perfect like I was visiting her anyway but um you were international you are international fish. She's American. She just married a British guy she, I like she's a college friend she married a British guy oh my god George. he has a college friend who was American, American, who married a, a British, British man, man, and he was raised, raised in Greece. In Greece. Well, I I'm mean, international. Hello. Do you consider yourself a traveler? <laughs> um, Honestly, no, because it's, okay, in this weird counterintuitive way, I feel like I actually travel less than if I didn't have, like, non-American parents because the traveling I do is to visit my family. I yeah, know, and then yeah. you're with family, and you can't really, and yeah. your, your options are limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have a weird, I was thinking about this today, like, I have such a weird guilt about uh, all of us going to Fire Island this year because I don't actually take a lot of vacations mm. that are not, that I can't somehow combine with visiting family. Because everyone, I see. Uh, right now, so I have two younger sisters who I'm very close to. One of them lives in California. One of them lives in Munich in Germany. And my parents are in um, Luxembourg because they left Greece oh, like a while ago. Oh my ago. God. And so... Th- Mm. That's what everything is planned around. Uh-huh. My life is so difficult. Yeah, it's horny though. Yeah. Wait, um, so how are you feeling emotionally? Wait, just cut that out. What? No, no, no we can't. I already came. I, 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 I made myself come with my own mood. <laughs> oh. Um, Wait, let's all do one. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> no. Wait, t- readers, let, tell me what you think about this. Oh. <laughs> Readers. Oh fuck! Here's mine. Here's mine. Mm. <laughs> no, I, no! I don't like that. It was like you smelled a beautiful pie. No. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not participating. George, in this. you have George, to. George, no. 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 Don't you want to have sex? <laughs> George. If you want to have sex, you have to do sex noises. Don't you want to have sex? You have to send out the pheromones. No. Okay, we're, America, as we've discussed, is not ready for anal. Yeah, <laughs> no, so right. we gonna, have to get them ready. So That's I'm not going to go on a purpose. public you did, forum. You just talked about make, your ex. <laughs> yeah, we never had sex. To my ex. <laughs> oh, speaking of international fish, little mix. Wait, hold on. I just want to really quickly put out there what Ray Sani said. And this go is ahead. A, this go is ahead. A scholarly take on. I love TV. Ray, and she knows she has the scholarly takes. She here. Here we go. She says we would probably still be living in the flavor of love universe and wouldn't have love and hip hop if the psycho who made Final Three on Megan Wants a Millionaire didn't kill his girlfriend and himself. That's insane. Yeah, we might not have had Cardi B if it weren't for that man who murdered his girlfriend. Mm, and, interesting. And Ray, famously someone who told me she was coming to my birthday party and did not show oh, up. Oh, she's in New York. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God, God you guys. guys. The only, Matt, 
of everyone that's been mentioned today mm-hmm. is the only person who sent me a very nice message saying, I'm I sorry, I can't be able, I can't make it. And I George. was, but I did also said, I said, we're going to celebrate tomorrow when yes, I see you. Yes, we are. I was saving my load. Don't for even fucking We're going to spend days together in a house. We are, that's true. He's going to come all over you in the house. He was saving his load. All over you in the house. We're going to we're going to be sitting on a on a wooden dock just watching the sunset. Are you excited about Fire I'm Island? Rock hard. Are you excited, are you excited about, about Fire, Fire Island? Island? Okay, want to know something? I've never been before. It's going to be so you're going to have a lot of fun. I think you're going to like excited. it. It's really what you make of it. I think we we're we're going with good people, mm-hmm. the, our 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 group. It's that's what fun. I was I'm like I feel like very safe and comfortable with everyone in our house. Yeah. It's fun to go down to, what is it called? High tea or low tea? Low tea. <laughs> and I also low feel tea. like I don't feel, since I you guys have been so many times and I've never been, I don't feel like embarrassed or insecure about not knowing. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. with all of you, I can be like, tell me what should I do today? Like, what are we doing today? And just like follow along and, and be fine. I'm going to be posted up by the pool, laying in the sun, not mm. speaking. Love my, that. My my I already said my my favorite part of the trip is sunsets, sunsets on the on the dock, and just dangling your legs over the water with your friends and taking a picture in golden hour. Um, wait, okay. <laughs> this I hope this is funny, but my um, I hope this is funny. When I was uh, and we, I can't believe I keep bringing him up, but when I was um, dating my ex, uh-huh. his dad had this thing with sunsets where he was so intense about everyone's eyes being at the sun right at the moment when it like goes Whoa. to the point where it became like hot, a traumatic it's like <laughs> then everyone in his family actually like associated sunsets with stress because <gasps> they would think of his dad just being like don't take your eyes off the sunset don't take your eyes off the sunset like oh, we that's have to oh, that's, that's bad that's bad see that's that's, that's really ruining camp. something that's, that's, straight that, camp. that's literally straight camp you have to stare at <laughs> no, the sunset no don't tell me he's a very sweet man but no I just found that very funny I don't um, think he sounds sweet at all he's cancelled <laughs> and you have you, the way you have portrayed portrayed him on this podcast is not so sweet. Not mm-hmm. so sweet. And I don't think I like you talking about this ex. Yeah, I will stop. I I am. Um, I need. To I stop. talk about my ex all the time. Not only did I talk about him <laughs> twice in this podcast, I talked about him before we started recording with your producer. Oh, <laughs> really? When I walked in, I just looked down at my phone and I had a text from my ex. Love that. Um, so this is the point um, in in the show, George, an hour in, an hour in, yeah, where we ask the question, "What was the culture that made okay. you say culture was for you?" And we've discussed a lot of your formative yeah. culture or lack thereof. But I'm curious oh. to hear what you've what you think, looking back on yourself, was this culture that made you. Say maybe culture. Wait, okay. I have a really good answer for this. Oh my god! No one's ever really said led with that because I was. First of all, I was. I'm so. I was so unprepared for this. I was like walking here, and I was like, "Wait, fuck! I have to do an I don't think so." But then it just like came to me. So I'll just say what it is. Um, I was obsessed with the Olympics growing up. Wow, Mm. Greek, Mm. right? And it wasn't even right. Yes. So this is what. So it wasn't as a surprise (laughs) to no one. It's not the. Sporting events that really got me, but it's like the pageantry of yes, it all. Yeah, yes, and the kind of like. Anyway, so so my yes. thing is that in 2004 they were in uh, Athens, yes. and it was the first time they were back in Greece since the first since modern the first, Olympics, yeah. oh and I went to the opening ceremony. Wow! And so that to me, and okay, oh so gosh. I don't know if you've seen. Literally, I I'm not kidding. I still occasionally. Watch it on YouTube. Really? Uh, like on the Athens own. opening ceremony? Yes, the Athens opening ceremony. Describe it. So it is basically a very, like, what I love about it is that it is obviously pure spectacle. I mean, it is an opening ceremony yes. of the Olympics, but it is the most kind of 
and I hate to use the word tasteful because it kind of has like please, please. weird cultural connotations, which mm-hmm. I, but it's like the most minimalist version of a spectacle mm-hmm. in a way that's like both meant for Greek people watching and meant to kind of export certain cultural elements outward into the wow. world. Which is what it should which be. Which is what it should yeah. be. Yes. And basically, it's, I mean, it starts with all this kind of gorgeous imagery. Like you go, you, you went into the stadium and the, bottom was filled with water kind of right and so it starts with this giant paper like origami is not the right word but like a you know a, a folded paper I sailboat this. right yeah so it's like this giant paper sailboat which is a very greek thing it's like a thing that like greek grandfathers will like make out of a napkin or something and mm-hmm. give us like, like and there is like yeah, a but l- japanese people invented folding so <laughs> um go sorry. Dumb, dumb joke. wait i was the <laughs> other day i was thinking about when we were at somewhere. Oh, it was at Max's party. And at some point I was just like, I want a tattoo of an origami sailboat. And then everyone was like, oh. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, I do remember you saying that. Anyway. Uh, uh, anyway no, I, I would love that. For um, you. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, so it starts with that. And what I meant was that kind of. Book. Yes, so it's yes, that book. Yes. And then there's like a little Greek kid waving a Greek flag. Then there's like this other thing where like these this giant statue appears out of nowhere and then it breaks into a like seven pieces and then inside it is a statue of like the next iteration of Greek statues. Mm. So it starts with like a minimalist kind of like face. Right. Then it's like the like a body with like the yes. limbs missing, kind of like middle period or whatever. Right. And then it's like something more complex. So it's like the history of like Greek I sculpture. Love that. I love that. And so then the main event is that there was basically almost like a parade with floats kind of of Greek art starting with like the earliest mm-hmm. Greek art yes. all the way to like present day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, there were there were like, um, you know, kind of shirtless men painted like gray that had like that looked like, you know, Greek statues right. or whatever. Then there was like, it famously, the the first person to appear was this woman who was kind of like a goddess of fertility type and she had like her boobs out, but they were painted like, like completely white with like black nipples. So it looked very kind of surreal. Mm. Um, and and it was just, I mean, think of the simplest thing is just literally like a, a collection, like a, a parade of floats. Yeah. yeah. So it's so simple, but it just says, so. It's, it tells like the entire history of like yeah. the Greek civilization. Yes. Um, and so the other thing is that I realized much later that it is directed by this Greek choreographer who is queer. Oh. And so, and it kind of like clicked and I was like, all of this is so queer. Yes. Like it is the most queer possible. First of all, Greek culture itself is so, so queer. gay in mm-hmm. a way that's like, so obvious and there's such a sense of denial about it in any kind of like mainstream Greek like conversations about it which is so frustrating like all the famous like Greek artists Greek poets it's like there's so much queerness in that stuff and no one addresses it anyway that's a whole other topic but But, uh, yeah that's crazy yeah Mm -hmm. but the guy that anyway so yeah so this guy uh, is queer and another person who was on the creative team of the production was Yorgos Lanthimos oh which is so crazy like as a young he was probably like in his I don't know, thirties, twenties. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have that's it. so interesting. Um, so, and another one is this. Oh God, I'm forgetting her name. A- Athena something, who's another, who then went on to become a famous Greek director as well, oh, and wow. did a, a lot of kind of like movies that were, that are in this. Um, have you seen Dogtooth? It's no, like Alanthimos. It's like Alanthimos's yeah. first movie yeah. that was nominated right. for the Foreign Film Oscar. So he kind of exists in the same vein as her. Of like, it was called the Greek Weird Wave, mm-hmm. and it was like a series of movies in kind of like. 
basically during the beginning of the Greek financial crisis that were dealing with it from a very like um, uh, kind of like crazy surrealist perspective. Just mm. I mean, it's like dog tooth. It, 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 it's like um, just very just like strange and fucked up storylines. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 as yeah. a as a way to deal with like the precarity of the financial crisis. I'm yeah. not articulating this well, but like that's basically what it was. Anyway, so she was on the creative team as well, and it just like. Obviously, I didn't understand a lot of this stuff as a however old sure. I was, you know, 12, 14. Yeah. But it's one of those things that you responded to. And exactly. You're like, I don't know why. But... Oh, wait. I didn't say what the best part was. Yes. Are you ready part. for this? Yes. It all builds up to Bjork. Yes. Uh, I remember this. Getting into, you know, getting in there. And then. She was in the red. No. She, no, she was. And then unfolding a dress, yes, dress that covers the entire stadium. That's, what? That's that is the that is I like the I do not moment. remember that. You don't. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember. It. Sorry, I, the red thing is something different. Um, yes, because I was like, there's, there's, I was like, there's like, isn't there, isn't there something with cloth or something? And it was Bjork. It, it was, was Bjork. Bjork. And what then, connection did she have to Greece? It was. I think it was just that the people organizing this had just, really good taste, yeah. and were just yeah. like this. And she sang a song that was called like Oceania, which is from I can't remember which album it's from, but but it's a, obviously a song about the ocean yeah. right. so yeah. it's like in Greece like you right, know right. whatever um, but but I mean for it to end with that that's amazing. so crazy it's just like do, what, do we remember was that a Phelps moment that was his first or was that an it might have been moment. it might have been his first Olymp- oh wait was he in Sydney he was not in Sydney I think Athens was his first it might have been Beijing first. was like like Beijing and London were like peak, I want to say. Yes. I feel like every... I would say Beijing was... Yeah. Was like yeah. the... Yeah. Every Summer Olympics is like devi- defined by a specific hot swimmer. Right. <laughs> like there was Ian Thorpe from Australia. Right. And then there was like... Felt Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte oh, was The Ryan Lochte of it all was something we tried to get behind so hard and right. then we all had to be like, nope, bail, bail, there, there wasn't bail. Really a, was there like a hot swimmer for 2016 for Brazil that like... Yeah, like, it was It was Ryan Lochte oh, because remember he got in all that yeah, trouble? But, like that wasn't his... Like it wasn't like the, a star is born. Like They truly thing. tried to make it... They tried to make it his moment because it was like kind hot of no longer of Ryan... I mean, I mean Michael Phelps' Michael moment. Phelps, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then when he turned out to be such a true idiot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we all had to be like, oh, never oh, mind. Never You're mind. like Not fully ours. a national embarrassment. Yeah. And I'll never forget the iconic culture that is Al Roker. Yes. Being like on the Today Show, I think it was like fully Matt Lauer being like, you know, get him, a, give him a break. And Roker was <laughs> so literally funny. like, no, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's great. We're not going to give him a break. That's he great. fucked up. And then him on Thirty Rock just. Was that yeah. after London? Was that after? No, that was, before, that was that was before. That was when he had goodwill yes. and he was like in on the joke. And it made you like him for him to be like yeah, yeah, willing yeah. to be called the sex no, idiot on Thirty Rock. I know. Yeah, oh my bad. god. Um, I actually think his reality show may have been on E. Wow. Am I making, no. Wait, who's Rokers? No, Lochte. Oh, Ryan Lochte. I th- I was still on the Al. I'm still on the Al Roker. Okay. Yes, Ryan Lochte did, and I believe he was also on some. Reality show that was like watch them fuck sort of. Uh huh. Oh <laughs> right. That's like, great. Just watch them fuck. Watch well, like li- literally <laughs> any anything with like D list celebrities in a house where they're all like hot and barely famous. I'm like, oh, this is a watch them fuck. Show. Sure, sure, sure. This is a show where we're gonna like watch two of them like sort of flirt for a little while, and then we're gonna be like, when they fuck. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Can I just will, say something that this is the intelligence that Bone was talking about is that <laughs> you just. Sound, I'm serious, yeah, yeah. and this is what I love about your sense of humor is that. That is such a Matt thing to say that you just summed up all of that with. That's a watch, watch them, them fuck. fuck show. Well, I accept that. There you go. Thank accept you so it. much. It's great to know that I have a voice. Uh huh. <laughs> it's actually rule of culture number eleven. It's, it's great, great to, to know, know that, that I have, have a voice. voice. Uh, George, I yes. 
relate to you watching uh, the opening ceremonies on YouTube very hard because I do that for Beijing all the time. I, but I I did not have the privilege of being there like you were right. at Athens, but oh my god, the one, the, you were there. That's crazy. it was like a. I mean, I would moment. say to this day, like I, you know, when I think of any kind of live performance mm-hmm. I've seen, sure, like that's huge. It was also like a lot of first. I mean, it's literally that was the first live musical performance like the first like really? quote unquote concert wow. I mean it's not a concert yeah, yeah. so but the idea that like as a you know 11 12 year old the first person I ever saw live was Bjork, Bjork. yeah it's just like so you know street cred for it's yourself just so silly because I did not have like I was not um like in middle school and high school someone who was like Indian had sophisticated taste right. like yeah, at yeah, all yeah, like yeah, I had yeah. I was I mean it, obviously I had all these blind spots which was one reason but I also just like didn't I wasn't that deep of a thinker then. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, sure. Who was the first live concert you saw? Funnily, funnily enough, uh, Imogen Heap. Was it really? Yeah. Paramount Theater in Denver. I mean, I, like my parents didn't really let me go to, con- like, I would beg every year to go to like see Blink-182 or something. My parents would be like, no. No way. Um, and then Imogen Heap, I went with a bunch of bunch of friends from high school and loved it. Yeah, she's great. She's great. She's great live, yeah. My um, first concert was Mariah. Right. I love that. And but even... this reads for all of us in a deep way. <laughs> I just want to say, sure, like that, this you seeing Bjork. <laughs> Thank you. I'm you gonna Imogen Heap and me, Mariah Carey. Love that. I, I love how that reads for all of us. I love how that you know reads which for all opening of us. ceremony I I rewatch a lot is London because I'm it's so, so gagged that they made Spice Girls such a huge part of it. Well, that was closing ceremonies. Uh, the, was it? Yeah, Spice Girls were a closing ceremony. The closing okay. is always yeah. like more fun, like because I really? also. Went to the closing ceremony in Athens, and and that was like also super enjoyable because they brought out like all the basically like all the famous Greek musicians and pop stars, and a lot. I remember there were (laughs) yeah exactly there were all the and like my favorite there's a Greek pop star named Anna Vici and she's kind of like the Madonna of Greece and I'm obsessed with actually Theta Hamill also really loves her because Theta is Greek, Um, and we've bonded over but. so they brought her out and, and there were all these kind of like older women, kind of like sophisticated women that were like, they made a mockery of the, like <gasps> how they brought out pop stars. This is Athens. Like this is uh. the Olympic games. And I was like, woo. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, it's gotta be fun that. for everyone. And I think that's like yeah. part of why they brought the Spice Girls out at those ceremonies. Cause it's truly like, it's so funny to me that like the United Kingdom was like, okay, we have like only so much to do. We have, and we're gonna give the Spice Girls ten minutes. Uh-huh. And they came out and rode around on top of on cars, taxis, and they were like, "Get up out of your chair!" Yeah. Was it all five of them? I it forget. was all okay, five of them. Yes. I hate and when it's not all. Five. I, I hate it's literally when it's not all five. Honestly, just like punch me in the face. It's truly, ne- it's never gonna be all five of them ever again. Never they're again. They're currently touring, aren't they? But like just with, with no Victoria, with no Victoria, obviously. But the thing is, like. And I get it. Like the her reasoning for not wanting to do it is like tr- literally, if you could boil it down to one sentence, is you guys, I can't sing. <laughs> like it's just what? she doesn't want to do it anymore after doing it for that long. Yeah. Like she, I get that she's busy with other stuff, but it's like she knows she's bad at it. Well, she also yeah. it's not just. I mean, yes, it's literal singing, but it's also like I don't think she likes performing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think she likes being on a stage and entertaining people. Yeah. When yeah. I was watching the the perform, I, which I've I've actually watched it a bunch lately because I, they are a gag to me. What? Like the Spice Girls, the like, Istanbul. It's just, no, 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 no. It's just so funny to watch Posh execute choreo oh, because yeah. she's. 
doing it, but she's obviously so on autopilot. And I realize, like, when you look back at the Spice Girls, which I believe we talked about this on our episode with Corinne and Christina, but yeah. my favorite thing about Posh always is how over it she was and how little she did. Like, there's that <laughs> iconic scene in Spice World where they're doing the obstacle course and the reveal that she's just walking around the side. Like, I love that. I think it is so funny. Just, like, the, like, couldn't be botheredness of it. Yeah. Like, I love that about her. And so now for her to be like, I'm actually not coming is it's almost so like it's funny to me. the show yeah, yeah. it's like it's just the have a live heightened. feed of her <laughs> they should have a live feed of her Hologram. at home yeah yeah wow wait it's so funny that we're talking about the spice girls because literally my second choice of what i was going to bring up as my thing was the spice girls was. but i was like people have done that and it we have actually you know. we've actually only talked about it once, once and for some reason cosmically i think probably because this happened and astrology um i have been watching a lot of spice girls media on YouTube lately, yeah. like I'm kind of re-obsessed with the whole Jerry wow. leaving the band of it all. I know. Like oh it's so crazy to me that she just up and did that. And now they are still, they will still all gladly mm -hmm. sit down and do long interviews about it. Yeah. Like, and now the reveal that like Scary Spice, Mel B, and Ginger Spice Jerry Halliwell like hooked up. Like, do you it's believe just that? So yeah, I believe it hundred okay. percent. I okay, wait. I think they ate um, each other's pussies. Okay. Thank you. Great. <laughs> I think that's what they did. One more time. Um, I think they ate each other's pussy. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then they were like, hi, see, yeah. I think they went, I think they went, hi, see. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you keep smelling that damn pie. Yes. Damn bird. Damn bird. We should say on the pod, my mom texted me and she said, I this is this is separate. This is mom culture. Christina, I mean, oh my God, Christina. Christina that's my aunt's name. Katrina, Katrina Claritas Rogers texted me and said, I was on the beach eating a sandwich and a bird came and snatched a up seagull. my sandwich. A seagull came and snatched up my sandwich. Damn, Pe period. No, no, no. Space, exclamation point. Space, space. Damn, Damn bird. <laughs> Spelled D-A-M-M. Damn bird. Damn bird. Um, so now whenever we, we, whenever me and Bowen are just, whenever there's too much silence, we'll just turn to each other and go, Damn bird. I think it goes on a shirt. I think it goes on a I shirt. I think it goes on, it, it's, it's merch. It's merch. Um, Damn bird. Wow, I think it's time. Is it time? I think it's time oh for I Don't God. Think So Honey. It might be time for I Don't Think So Honey. So you did not come prepared, but do you have something now? I th I thought of something, but it's just not going to be. I mean, listen, I've done two of these before. Yeah, you And you if I do have. say so myself, I did good. a very you good job. You always do an amazing job. And in fact, good. as the kids say, you in fact slay and go off. Yes. Queen. Queen. Um, but, and I'm so So this will be kind of a more rough uh a rough one but oh, it's please. fine all right so i have mine and i i classically go, do go first i have mine and uh but classically matt goes first this is matt rogers i don't think so honey his time starts now i don't think so honey george conway oh leave your fucking wife oh she is a troglodyte broom oh! thank you bowen yang who is literally aiding and abetting and helping at all costs to her soul, the president of the United States. And I don't think so, honey, you getting on your fucking Twitter and being like, Trump this, Trump that, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. You know how you send a message? Leave your fucking wife, who is a monster. I cannot take you seriously at all. And I really fucking hate this public battle that you're having with your wife. I don't think so, honey. Fucking work it out at home or fucking send a message that you don't support this by walking out on her because she is at all costs trying to keep him in office and she hurts people. 15 seconds. You are a fucking weak person and don't think that it, we're respecting you for getting on your Twitter and then being like, low-key, we don't talk about it at Five home. Five seconds. Fuck you. Leave Kellyanne Conway, who is viciously evil. I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. So, 
Um, that's a, that's that's you're going after both of them, but you're telling. Well, you- I don't I don't think <laughs> it's even appropriate to do. I don't think so, Kelly Kellyanne Conway, because it's such evil and yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. it's such like but, racist trash. But this guy, the call to action is for George to leave. Yeah, yeah hello. Kellyanne. It's like. You're telling me you can respect her? I know, I know. You're telling me you can go home with her every day? You guys raise children together? Mm. What is going on? Mm. It's disgusting. And when she asked that reporter, what's your ethnicity? If that's where we're at in this country, which it obviously is, and you can go home every day with your fucking dignity, get out of that. It's the fact that she has a a spouse who is in the public figure who is so against... Yeah, administration like that's that's what's bumping, and you. that is the reality television that I am not signing up for. Yes, because like, it's not a fucking joke. Like any 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 other any other you know person on his staff, like 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 their significant others are like fine. Like as long as they're on the same, like they're I not mean, publicly hashing this out. I assume that they're all kind of like co-signing it. Yeah, yeah. And as but, long like and like I'm sorry, but like it goes beyond like we don't talk about politics at home. It's like yeah, it's, yeah, we're yeah, beyond yeah. that at yes, this point. Yes, like it yes. is personal. And I'm so tired of going on Twitter and seeing his seeing his stuff retweeted. It's like that's no, her no. husband, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. no. Uh-huh. And, mm. I, and honestly, yeah, like I guess I don't know. I guess some people take their fucking vows pretty seriously, Ooh. but uh that's a little too serious for me. Okay. Wow. Wow. I have nothing to add. Gorgeous. If you did have something to add. Wait, do you know what? As we were talking, I got an email that was like, I'm doing the, I won't say what show it is, but I'm doing some show where like, there's like a producer and an assistant and whatever. And it's like a whole fucking thing. And they're, and they're like, it's sold out. We're so excited. And it's like a big, and I just got an email from the like head person that was like, if anyone has a camera we can borrow to film the show, like let us know. Asking the comedian, the comedian, like that is no, no, so no. just like your job is to nothing not have is to ask. real. Like it's yeah. just like yeah. nothing is actually serious. No, <laughs> well this well, well politics is serious. I know, I know, yes. and our national situation actually is very serious. Yes. Okay, and that's why okay. I do my I don't think so, honey. So now it's time for Bowen Yang's okay. I don't think so, honey, okay. and his time will, as a matter of fact. And it will start right now. I don't think so. Any Snapple facts, bitch. It's the information age. And, I, and you are not pulling your weight, honey. I don't need to know that snails don't sleep. I'm just making them up. I mean, any any little tidbit, little bite of copy that's on like a wrapper or a cap. Guru. I don't. I, you know what? Someone gets paid to do that. And that there's that should not be a job anymore. Mm-hmm. There's there's no use for me to read off a Dove chocolate wrapper or some positive affirmation. I. For someone to walk away from one of these caps or wrappers and think that they've that their day's been improved or that they've they've walked away with some earned extra knowledge or something, that then they lead, lead they lead an unfulfilled life. And I think they have to find the other sources of knowledge of insight in books. We have to return to books. And until you can print a whole book on a Snapple cap or a Dove chocolate wrapper, I don't think so, honey. Five seconds. Those little copywriter people just typing away and get, getting a paycheck and that's one minute Ooh. my problem is they're not all facts right wait like how do you, they're, sorry, they're not <laughs> necessarily all true and this is and i'm gonna i'm gonna come for my own culture Uh oh. fortune cookies 
I don't think so, honey. What are you well, doing? I, it's not all fortunes. Okay, what about Chipotle uh, cups? Cups. I love that because sometimes they'll they'll t- sometimes it'll be by George Saunders. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll be by you know fucking some you know Sarah Vowell write a, a paragraph on a Chipotle cup and it'll be like yes work Sarah get that check. See the thing is like you never know when you open a fortune cookie whether you're getting a fortune or something that's a little like kind of adage. Yes. You know what I mean. Anyway, if that if my reference of George Saunders and Sarah Vowell was in luxury superior i'm sorry to you feel that way but um you know that's that's just two, my truth the george there's two georges man george conway and george, and george saunders. saunders yeah yeah and george, it's spectrum, it's spectrum a george of episode. when i started my i don't think so honey and said i don't think so honey george and before <laughs> i said the last name were you nervous yes wow you really I, were? Thought, I thought well not nerve i mean i thought you were gonna make a joke about something i said during the episode and i was like no what, what did i say that what do you think off? what do you think people would do and i don't think so honey george severus about oh um roast yourself well I mean, uh, <laughs> let's see. He's um, really thinking about it. No, I am because there's an obvious one and I don't want to say it. And the obvious one is that I've spent a year talking about a breakup. And oh my God. Please. That's how long it takes to get over it. I know, I know. But then the other thing is I feel like I talk about everything I talk in this episode. A lot. Like I talk about being Greek a lot. So what? That's so your what? culture, bitch. I talk about, people also get mad when I'm like, this is my friend from grad school. And then they're like, okay, we got grad school. Oh, oh shut, shut up. up. That's a problem that's with them. That's your education, bitch. No. That's a problem with them. them. And then I'm like, am Where, I... What are you supposed to say? That's my friend not from grad school? This Where did you to meet me, them? This happened to me yesterday. Anyway, whatever. But... Ew. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> that's actually rule of culture number two. Fuck, Fuck everyone else. else. <laughs> Sometimes you have to say things with an extra flavor. Come on with the flavor. Now, George, are you I ready? I can't believe I just... Oh, whatever. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Um, this is... Yeah. Th- let's... We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. This is George Severus' okay. I Don't Think So Honey's Time Starts Now. I don't think so, honey. People who call their own opinions unpopular. Oh, <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> okay, you have an unpopular opinion? <laughs> oh. How subversive. Yes, How beach. brave. Beach. Okay, let's call up the New York Review of Books. Someone has to write an op-ed about their controversial favorite ice cream flavor. Shall we get a fireside chat going at the new school with Masha Gessen? Masha, 30 seconds. Um, And while we're at it, I don't think so, honey. People who say, what's your hottest take about XYZ? What is your hottest take about queer video game characters? (laughs) 15 seconds. I'll kill you. (laughs) Um... Unpo- I, that's all I have to say. I don't think so, honey. People who call their own opinions unpopular. And that's one. And that's one minute. It's true. It's like it, they're. It's, it's it's like this thing of like when people step forward and say, "I'm a singer." <laughs> it's like I'll judge that. Oh yeah, yeah you better yeah, sing yeah, first, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then we'll say if you're a singer. Unpopular opinion. I'll let you know after I hear it. But <laughs> um, and this is I was gonna say how popular it is with me. Uh, unpopular opinion is another way of saying devil's advocate, and I was gonna say devil's advocate. Is it just a, a way, a, a, a little bit at self-awareness to be like, I know what I'm about to say is like not great. Yeah. Like I'm going to turn some heads with this. Yeah. Well, well it's I, also like, you know, um, defining what you think in terms of what other people think, which yeah, already yeah, yeah. is actually a weak position to take. Like, okay. it's just like, I don't respect your intellectual project. Sure. Because it doesn't stem from an actual belief. It stems from you wanting to be contrarian. But like, let's say we're sitting in a circle where we're just cracking jokes and, you know, one of us says bad joke or bad pitch, blah, 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 blah. I, mean, I like, hate that. You hate that? 
I do it all the time. I hate this is a bad blank, but I really don't like it. Is that because it, it's, no, like, it's like I, now I'm ready for this bad thing? Yes, but it's also it's also sort of a defensive a defensive thing for the person saying it to be like I understand that this is not my best, yeah. right? But it's, I mean, I guess self aware in a way. I guess then I don't like the atmosphere that allows that. Okay, because I think that we should just understand that all things are pitches, mm. and I think we should we should not just like demand an atmosphere where everything comes in perfect. Oh, because literally nothing ever is. I always say, which is am I getting red? Terrible. I, I'm always like, <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I'm just like this is something that really bothers me. Yes, yes. Like this this idea that like we're not in a room that's supposed to be creative together. Sure, sure. Like mm. we're all supposed to get here and like already know exact like you don't know. Thank you. Yeah. No, I am I do that all the time and I hate it in myself. And and it's like yeah. and I what I always say which is so awful is I'll be like let's say we're like brainstorming titles for the, you know this podcast and mm-hmm. I'm like and I'll be like um, what about, okay, not this, but, and then I'll say something yeah, 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 yeah. because I want to be like, you know, in this direction, but I haven't actually thought of like. Well, I uh, kind of like not this, but because it's like, it's saying I'm pitching an area for us to go sure. in. Right. Not, well, this is really bad and I'm not even sorry for saying it, but like, it's like, no, this is like, it's, okay. it's even too many words. So I was, so you're, you don't hate it when people say that, but you hate the, as it's as, it's as the. What you said before, just you don't like the environment that encourages that. I hate the sort of like self-indulgent thing of like, so this is going to be really bad, but I don't like that. And I also think that is a res- the reason that exists is because Someone- people are scared. And there's been an impression <laughs> that like you better come with the perfect thing. Right. And I think like not this, but it, there is a difference there. You know what I mean? It's, it's like putting saying not this, but is putting clay on the table and then you're going to mold it into something that's going to be good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Great. It all comes down to, I guess, how creative environments are run. Yes, absolutely. Now, I really, really, as, as you can tell by my little moans, my phonating, got really horny this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that... Um, well, the good news is we are literally leaving for Fire Island in yeah. three days. Now, I'm going to come everywhere. How sexually active do you guys want to be? Very. I actually have not decided. Like yeah, I was I thinking about either. I was, or not just that, but like I haven't decided what kind of experience I'm trying to manifest. Do you know what I mean? I want to fall yeah. in love. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> George laughs. I don't know either because what? can I reveal? Uh oh. I'm seeing someone. I- LOL. Since when? Since recently. Okay, but then. Is this it? And I don't know you're if I li- want to hook up with other you're people. You're literally kicking your legs up. I haven't Matt. seen you this happy. <laughs> now, is this a recent development? That Was there a conversation that was recently had? Since um, the last there time was, I seen there you? was like a little tiny thing said that I'm just saying in my own brain, like, well, guess what? I'm not trying to hook up with other I people right now. I love that, Matt. I'm so happy for you. I, I even really had am. plans tonight to see someone else. And I think I have to text them and be like, actually, I'm sorry. It's not, I'm not interested in that. Fuck. Wow. That's crazy. That's so cool. You're, but I feel bad for that person a little bit. <laughs> yeah. but. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, like, he has to bite the bullet for the greater good of the world. Oh, which, which, yes. And the greater good for the world. And you being with someone in, uh, to an exclusive level precludes the, the greater good. But the good. thing is, it's not even exclusive because we haven't discussed it being exclusive. I'm just deciding for myself. That's nice. I'm actually cool. I actually don't need it. Well, and I think a, that's actually going to make Fire Island way more pleasant and fun I for me. I agree. You're because love taking it. it off the table yeah. helps me so much. It's what you're fun. describing is so, that is exactly what I would, like, that is such a me thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Just being like, we don't just have to like have a conversation. Just like any excuse to not have the anxiety yes. of like, yeah. 
And God. honestly, once you take that anxiety off the table, you actually, I'm going to say it, yeah. are free. I know. Because, I know. and I honestly think, I wish that it didn't have to be, well, I'm sort of seeing someone now to to do that because I honestly think, I honestly think I have been more comfortable in spaces where sex was on the table or like dating was on the table when uh, I've literally said, I don't care. Well, yeah, of course. You got to throw the deuces up in the air and say, I actually don't care. And it is cosmic. It is a cosmic thing. Your energy is more inviting. Yes. Absolutely. Than when you're like, Tinsley Mortimer That's being how like, oh, how old are you? Shit. Sorry, how old are you? Oh my no. God. Do you want kids? You're reading Tinsley. <laughs> um, I will read Tinsley to Phil. I want to just really swerve the narrative back in my direction. Come on, take it, bitch. I, I want to fall in love. Yes, you can, You do. I uh, And you should and you deserve. I, 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 I just had this, you know where I'm at, where I just had this, this really intense thing recently in the last couple of days that I'm just like, I just want to like sort of like mm, wash you, it out. You don't want it. I don't think I want it. I have a question. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. How, what are like... How do you go about like when we're all there together? Yes, are there opportunities? Yes, to like well, he know what he's saying yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes, Beach. Every Come opportunity. On. No, Every just opportunity. like what would what would an ideal uh, narrative look like for you? Of like, where would you want to meet someone? Uh-huh. How do you want it to happen? It could be anywhere. Literally, describe your dream date scenario at Fire Island. Okay, go. Um, you know, maybe we're sharing a substance and... Yes, um, something to tell your grandkids. Yes, absolutely. And then we talk <laughs> and we, we go for a while. I, I literally don't, I don't have any sort of parameters on this. I just want to fall. <laughs> I, no, you know what? I, and here's what I think. It can happen at any moment. It it's actually happen. rule of culture number 12. Love can, can happen, happen at, at any, any moment. moment. Well, I'm just like, I, I for some reason I'm divorcing the love part from the sex part. I don't think I need to have sex with anybody. I've, yeah, you don't. Because I've done it on Fire Island where it's, it's, where it's just like, oh, that, that was awful and I did not get anything out of that. Mm-hmm. There's this like... Um, What's the shape of a chart I'm thinking of? When it's like, it, when there Parabola. are too, yeah, it's like a well, it's like Sigmoid. when there are, <laughs> when there are too, there's like a sweet spot of like just enough kind of a horny gay men around me where yeah. I am then also horny. Yeah, yeah. And sex then and when love it, are different, but but that's <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go, bitch. You talk. <laughs> parabola but, from the Greek parabolas. Yeah. Yes. No, but then when there are, but then when I'm like in a giant party of all like sweaty bodies, it gets it's like I'm there. asexual. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. There you go. The, there's uh, there's nothing less horny to me than bags of meat yeah. blopping around to yeah. music that's also, like this. It's like void of anything. Yeah. And yeah. also, all I need if I see one person that's like too drunk or too high who has just like kind of a dead in the eyes look that immediate i'm just like oh god this mm. is like a scene from skins yes oh it's like it's like from euphoria from euphoria yes have you watched euphoria i've watched the pilot and i want to keep watching i've heard I, that it is stunning and apparently zendaya is the real fucking she's so deal. good she's, she's and great, you know yeah. what i was gonna i saw zendaya, you tweet about zendaya i'm sorry zendaya i saw you tweet about this and and what was it that you sw- i said we have no choice but to i said i said Interesting development yes, that yes. we may have no choice. And it is, it is. I didn't see it coming. No, because how could she you? She was a punchline. Yeah, I'm sorry, but she was. Well, like, she was a di- uh, not in a, not in a mean star. way, but just kind of like the you LOL, know the yeah. kind of like 
trying to make Zendaya happen, like greatest yes. showman. Like but yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, oh god, her again, and and she is really good in this show. I also think you always have to take someone with a grain of salt when they come at you from a very early age with one name. Come on. It's like, okay, so so very that. It's like, so clearly you think you're an icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That you think this is going to be a one name thing because her last name is what? Coleman? Oh my God, I did not know that. I think she's got like a normal ass last name. HPA, do you know? We're on it. I love that. Um, But I think her last name is something... Straight up from down the block, Coleman. Coleman. Thank you, man. Zendaya but, Coleman also is like a good name. Like, gorgeous. Yeah, you could easily be a celebrity with that name. You can easily be a celebrity with that name, Zendaya Coleman. It's actually rule culture number fifty. You can you easily, easily be, be a cele- celebrity, celebrity with, with the name Zendaya, Zendaya Coleman. Um, but she chose to have one name, and that is sort of a red flag. And then you slay the pilot of Euphoria. I've gotten so many texts being like, "You need to watch Euphoria." I, Hunter Schaefer, I really love. I her. was about to say, I yeah. she is really kind of a She's breakout, incredible. and is very smart. I read an interview with her recently. Yeah. yeah. Also, Maude Apatow is in it. Yes, Maude's in it. Oh, I did not. She Ma- wasn't in the pilot. I don't she think. wasn't the pilot. Just very briefly. She was. She was the friend who, when Zidane goes to the her friend's house, she's oh. the friend who greets her at the door. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. I have my no. Actually, can I say this is exactly what? The, say it. Say it. Say it. This is the scene that needs to happen cool. for me to fall in love on Fire Island. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I have to be sitting on the dock mm-hmm. next to this person Lodi. while the sun sets. Mm-hmm. I have to tell them, look, look at the sunset. Look at the sunset right now. Look at it right now. <laughs> you can't look away. You can't look away. So, so George, I'm sorry, but you're out of the running. And, and your dad, um, your ex boyfriend's dad, my, my is actually ex's dad in the running. Is, is, in, is the in the running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be with him. All right. Um, What's his name? Full name. <laughs> I can't. So we can time capsule this. So. Zendaya, actually. Uh, Coleman. Zendaya Coleman. Do you know okay, do you want to hear something crazy? It yeah. rhymes with Zendaya. <gasps> no, I'm not kidding. Was he Greek? I swear to God, I'm not kidding. He's Israeli. Israeli. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe the title of this episode is Rhymes with Zendaya. I think the time. <laughs> I, I think the, that's good. I love that. That's great. I love that. I love that. Yay! Yay. We found the title. I love this episode. This is a great episode because it served the culture. It served, and honestly, it served the. I mean, Greece was the first culture. I remember when we made the list of the top ten cities of culture, and actually Athens, Athens snuck in there and, bu- beat, and beat out bumped London. London. Bumped London. Wow. Which Athens was controversial in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for bringing Athens to I the show. I had such a great time. Thank you. We so love you. What a joy! I'm so excited we get to spend the week together. It's I know that'll so be really fun. It'll be really and fun. And I'll be very much. I'm in a different house, but I'll be very much the Kimmy Gibbler slash Steve Stephen Urkel of the house. Yeah. where I will kind of come over. Mm. Yeah, we're also still looking to fill one room in our house. So. Yeah, we've got one spot. <laughs> so. Last culture says listeners. Come on. It'll when be, this comes out in ooh. August, just know that three weeks prior, we really struggled to fill a, ho- a room in that house. And um, I'll keep you posted if I fall in love. Uh, I know we're gonna hear updates. I wanted to be real with the listeners. I know, I know, I know. Um, here we go. Uh, let's let's close with the song as we always do. If I was who I was before, then I'd be walking out your door, but I cannot convince I am the same. But if you give a little, get a little, maybe we can let the love each other. Bye. Bye. Ooh. Ooh. Bye. Fuck. Oh my god, look at the sunset. Yes. Look, look at, at it. it. Don't look, look away. Don't look away. Don't look away. Look. Don't look away. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. 
and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.